0: Garrett Wynne-Davies is a Welsh-Canadian actor who has starred in numerous plays, movies, and television shows since his debut in 1977. We met Mr. Davies in September of 2023 and completely lost our minds. After we came to, we had one goal in mind, watch everything he has ever been in, so that next time, we're ready. How has this man made a career out of making out on screen? Will this be enough to help us make it through the next meeting, still conscious? This isn't a podcast. It's an inoculation.
1: Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Meg. And this is Gare Can Get It. This week, a special mini all about our trip to meet Katherine Disher?
0: Heck yeah! If they gave awards for makeouts on screen or stage, this guy would get a lifetime achievement. He'll find any excuse to get right to sucking face. You honestly wouldn't believe it. Dissecting each and every kiss with tongue. There's only one conclusion to come to. It's that Gare can get it. Gare can get it. I guess. Um, I mean, yeah, we drove all the way down to Orlando, specifically for Catherine Disher, thinking this was a small little con, because the tickets were like $15. So, okay, I had never heard
1: of Megacon before I stalked Catherine Disher on the internet like a weirdo. So I've been to San Diego Comic Con a whole bunch. So like, in my head, like that's that's the big one and like i am aware of new york comic-con i haven't been but like those are the two big ones i i didn't know the other i had never heard of the other ones so like when i saw this and it seemed like it was mostly focusing on autographs and Catherine was going to be there and it was like 15 bucks and it was in orlando like in february i was like oh like whatever this this will be like a little baby size con it'll, it'll be fine and then it turns out it's, it's, I think they said it's the biggest, right, the biggest one in the south.
0: In the south, Like, it's maybe, like,
1: number three, southeast. So I think yeah. it's maybe, like, number three after San Diego, New York, and then Megacon. So we walked in the door, and uh, I both, both of us had, like, a moment of being super overwhelmed. But yeah, that's after <laughs> we drove, what, we drove 12 hours from your house, and I flew, I flew, what, like, two hours to get to your house, because I've just moved, after yeah. having driven 10 hours to move, like, two days before. So I was in like my own like personal time zone pretty much the entire trip.
0: <laughs> yeah, and we got down there, and like this is a big con. It had like Tom Hiddleston. It had the all the actors from Back to the Future. It had some re, like Tom Holland was there, and we were there for Catherine Disher. Like we walked in, we got in line for Catherine, and we were like, here we are, and we were the only ones in line. It was kind of sad. We we're the only ones in line for like an hour and a half. <laughs> I was gonna say, like you said, that
1: we got in line. We were the line. We were the we, line. Well, so we, so they had, um, they have like staggered entering times for for MegaCon, and we decided to ignore <laughs> ignore that, uh, and we just showed up early and thought we would shoot our shot and try our luck. And the people who run the doors at MegaCon, I guess. Are about as well trained as the people who run the doors at every other con, and they were like, "All right, you got a badge, come on through." So yeah. we got there like um, an hour, an hour early, so like an hour before the con like actually starts. So we ran through, figured out where Catherine's table was, and then we stood there for like an hour, an hour and a half, like until the actual con <laughs> actually opened. And, a long time.
0: Yeah, she was at a comic booth.
1: Yeah, and the people at the unknown comics booth were like, uh, "Are you here for like other stuff?
0: Are you lost? Are you confused? Do, do you have questions? Are you like, why?" <laughs> we're like, "No, no, we're here for Kathy. We're here for Kathy."
1: <laughs> Our question is, when will Kathy get here? <laughs> can we see Kathy can we push away any other fans so that yeah. this line is just for us can we just us? have Kathy
0: all day long can we just take Kathy like is she pocketable is that is that a thing
1: <laughs> will she be our friend can yes. you tell us in advance if she'll be our friend <laughs> uh and the answer to that spoiler is yes we are now best friends with Katherine Disher and she's not here on the podcast to deny it so that's fine as far as far as the internet is concerned we are <laughs> three equal best friends and that's how yeah. it goes So we, um, I think you need to describe, okay, so, um, as Rachel said, so, uh, Catherine wasn't with the other autograph people. There's, like, a whole separate autograph area at Megacon where it's, like, a bunch of tables and, like, the celebrities sit behind the tables and then you just, like, line up for, like, the medium celebrities and then for the super, super famous celebrities. They seemed like they had, like, a separate cordoned off behind black curtain area. It was sort of hard to figure out. Um, and they don't really, they don't do that at San Diego, so like it wasn't something I was familiar with. I like I don't fully like still understand. But anyways, there's like the secret celebrity area, the fancy celebrity, and then there's the medium celebrity area, and then there was the <laughs> unknown comics booth, which had all the stars, or I think most of the stars of the original X Men series from 1997, and they're all going to be reprising their role in the new series called I think X Men '97 to make it super easy. Um, so. She was just at like a, it was just like a regular booth, like next to the people that are selling like t-shirts and um, stuff made out of comic book pages and like lamps and cups and stuff. And so just like with, with the people, with (laughs) the regular people. So... Which she um, said she
0: prefers. So...
1: Well, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It seemed... I preferred it anyways, like standing in the line there instead of standing in like a huge giant autograph line where you're just being churned through like this... This, there was enough space for maybe, like, three people, and then you would have been in the walkway, probably. Yeah. I, right? It's like, it was like a small little area. Yeah. But anyways, like, because of where it's situated, it's just, it's just one booth next to 100 other booths, like, in the regular body of the con. So we could look down one hallway, like, left and right, and then, like, we're at a corner, so you could look down the uh, other, like, I keep saying hallway, but, like, aisle. aisle? I guess The aisle. Aisle of the convention center. Yeah. So you could, so there's, like... There's like a there's like a corner and you could look down both directions. So I thought I knew all the directions Kathy could come from, but she came from a secret third direction (laughs) that, that neither of us was expecting. So like I was bent over, I don't know, taking off my my sweater or putting on a sweater, I don't know. And then you were you happened to be looking in the correct direction. And uh, I, I think you should maybe reenact for people the noise that came out of you. The like, it's like a that was the exact noise. So like, the like you were poked with a pin, surprise noise, and I was like, oh my god, what happened? Like, oh, Kathy, she's here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the I'm best so thing I've sad. ever heard come out of you. you literally you literally squealed like that. She was like, oh no, what's going on? And you were like, were like, oh no no,
0: are we in pain? no, we're not in pain. we are in in happiness like <laughs> we are in joy. We are in joy. Yeah, I think I heard her voice and I looked over and I was like, oh my God, it's her like she's here. It, like scared me like reality set in like oh my god, she's actually here And then she was like, Oh, are are you Rachel? And then she looked at you and said, Oh, and you're Meg and I was just like, She knows our names And then she was like, Can we hug? And I was like,
1: do you hug <laughs> <It> was- <laughs> i i had a very good time i was i was really surprised frankly that she like remembered us at all yeah um yes yeah, you seem to be having a transcendent religious experience but i'm very i'm <laughs> very much for this <laughs> i i'm not gonna i'm cool and aloof so i'm not going to admit to having a super uh personal transcendent religious experience on the podcast but uh yeah no she yeah she like knew who we were and then she she asked us yeah we weren't we weren't weirdos trying to hug her she was like oh do you guys like can i have a hug and both. Both of us went
0: uh, yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aww, she was really sweet and she was immediately like y'all let me tell you some stuff about forever night and it's like I love you so much I feel like knowing none how, of which we can repeat none none and I but feel like so kn- good. knowing Kathy in real life <laughs> and knowing that Katherine Disher is sassy as hell and then watching an episode like we just watched games vampires play and there's the part where she's like we need to have a private conversation and he's like can it wait and she goes it absolutely cannot and i'm like oh she does that in real life like i feel that's probably like i'm not she's not natalie i know she's not natalie i am an enlightened fan and i am aware of this but also like (laughs) seeing like sassy Catherine disher leaking around the edges of natalie i'm like oh that's why natalie's a cool character oh giving natalie
1: an actual personality
0: other than oh that's what that is
1: lady who wants to have sex with a vampire whose whole family (laughs) keeps getting murdered one by one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and is surprised Russian, so. But it was yeah, it was cool because she she seemed like she, I mean, like besides all the like behind the scenes fucking hilarious stories, but like but besides that, like she remembered a lot about the show, which sort of surprised me, because um, I feel like when we talked to Garb very briefly, he was kind of like, oh yeah, that's a thing I did, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then when we when we did the cameo for for John Capolas, he was kind of he seemed like I don't super want to talk about Forever Night, which I get, I one hundred percent get. Um, so it was kind of, it was kind of fun to have Catherine be like, Oh my God, like, I remember lots of stuff. And so, um, one of the things that we probably can talk about is so, uh, so I, obviously you and I went to like visit some of the sites this summer, some of the filming sites from forever night. And I was like, I was talking to Catherine and I was like, Hey, you know, like Toronto is like, it's a living city, right? It's an evolving city. So like maybe the way some things were 30 years ago are not the way they were today. And I was like, when we went to see the library that stood in for the front of the precinct in seasons two and three, I was like, that neighborhood, we were there at what, like 10 o'clock in the morning, I think, like early, early, early. Pretty early. And I was like, That neighborhood was a little sketchy it was a little scary to be there even during the daytime and like nothing happened like it wasn't you know we didn't get like mugged or flashed or stabbed or anything but it seemed like it was the kind of neighborhood where i was like i'm a little nervous and so i was like was it like this 30 years ago and she was like oh my god yes (laughs) like (laughs) so you were there at like three in the morning in this neighborhood that's terrifying at 10 a.m and she was like Yup. uh and
0: sometimes she said they had security on set
1: yeah Well, yeah, but it sounded like they were not always adequate. Maybe like she said, no one got into their trailers, but like people would kind of randomly like walk onto scenes. And I don't remember. Do you remember what she called them? Not like yes, yeah, not like drive bys, but um, she had a name for them. But like people would (coughs) just uh, bogeys. Bogies. yeah they would just kind of like wander into a scene while they were like filming and i'm like that's fucking terrifying because like at three in the morning in like a great neighborhood probably it's not like a lady with her with her baby stroller right <laughs> but, yeah. and this is not a great neighborhood i was like how are you not shitting your pants with ta- i mean like most of your scenes are like inside on a set somewhere being like yeah. i looked at the body and here's what happened but like sometimes you and everybody else are outside, having to, like, be outside in this terrifying neighborhood. And she was kind of like, eh, we had security, kind of. And I was
0: like, oh, oh, okay. I'm. it's fine. Braver than me, Kathy.
1: <laughs> much, much braver. Um, and we told her, so we told her about that and about meeting Gare. Uh, and that was fun to talk to her about. Yeah. But then uh, we mentioned that we're planning on going back this summer to Stratford Festival, which I highly recommend for everybody because it seems like a super cool thing. And we had a great time. And I think oh, we're going to yeah. have a great time this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, And Kathy was like, well, uh, you know, like if if, like I'm not back in Europe uh, filming at that time, then like hit me up and we'll get lunch. And so I'm going to call her bluff on it 100%. (laughs)
0: I mean, if she shoots us down, she shoots us down. I know that uh, totally within her rights. But also, you you promised. The opera Yeah, was my me. favorite part was when I told her she should skip filming in Hungary if we're in town, because clearly we're more important. And she just laughed. She laughed good naturedly because I was joking. And she found it funny, which is good. <laughs> she said we were pretty funny. She has to be used to my humor at this point because she said she listens to the podcast. So, yeah. She's a fan. Uh, she's a fan. I mean, whatever. No big. And she was like, oh, I love the jacket. Thank you. It's really hot. It was so hot. And I think I wore it the whole time because it's also really heavy and it doesn't bend. So if you try to put it over your arm, you can't. It just sticks straight up. like So you're like hugging a body if you try to take the coat off. So yeah, we both made, mm. I'm going to say
1: choices. <laughs> going to say choices with our fashion that weekend because i so i am not as lucky as you i have not been able to get like an official tv show sanctioned um forever night jacket you do have a fan I have a fan jacket from some, I don't know if it's like from the Gareth Ra- It's from some like fan meetup from like 1995 or something. Cause it like embroidered on the side of the jacket. It yeah. says like fan meetup 95. Um, And it's from the fan club and it's got like big denim. It's all denim, but it's like blue denim sleeves and like black <laughs> denim on the body. Cause it's from the nineties. And that was cool to have color black denim. I fucking, I love it. I love it so much, but it, I didn't realize when um the other fan sold it to me that it was it was not, so it's not just like a men's large, but it's, I feel like sizing was a little yeah. bit different in the 90s. Like everything was a little bit baggy, anyways. So, like, it's a current, I think probably if you went to a store today with it and like held it up and said, give me like the equivalent size, it would be like a <laughs> men's like 4X. It's huge. It is like, I'm a tall person. I'm like 5'10. I'm like solid. I'm like full She Hulk. I'm like big. But like, this jacket goes, the sleeves go past my whole hand. Like it, it looks like I'm wearing like my daddy's jacket. It is it is enormous so I had that on and then I was like, I don't know what to wear. I got so much Forever Night stuff. So uh, I panicked and I was like, I'll wear all of it. I'm gonna wear all of it. So I, I had my um my come in. why choose? I yeah, right, why choose when yeah, I just I chose I chose all. That was my choice. I chose everything. So I had on my so I had my um, fan club jacket on top of my sweater, my wool fucking sweater um, that says come in 81 kilo, which I feel like I feel like I got that slightly before you changed the name of the podcast. But like now if I wear it, I sort of feel like I'm repping the podcast everywhere I go. Just like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> do you do you not own bespoke fan merchandise? What what's, What is that? So I've got my come in 81 kilo sweater. Which nobody ever notices, but like makes me feel proud to wear. And then underneath that, I had my Forever Night uh, bootleg T shirt that I got from Etsy. And then for whatever reason, I was like eh, leather pants because I just I wanted to feel, I wanted to be cool and meet Kathy. But I was cool. I feel like I was cool, but I was also <laughs> like physically very warm. I was so hot. But like that convention center, that was the other weird thing is I feel like normally you are in a room like that with that many people. You get like roasting really quickly, but I feel like wh- whatever is going on with the air conditioning in that r- in that room was like super hot, super cold, super hot, super cold. So I was like throwing on and off layers the entire time we were walking around, like I was going through my own personal menopause. It was like a very weird moment, but um, yeah. Oh, oh, and then you forgot uh, after we met Kathy, she was like, "Oh, are you here for <laughs> anybody for else?" And we're you, like, Kathy. "Nope, here for you, Kathy. We love you, Kathy, so much." Um, and she was like, "Oh, well, before you leave, like come by and say hi." So we again <laughs> <laughs> called her bluff, and before we left, we went back and we're like, "Hey." We're back. Hi, <laughs> we're here to say hi. Oh, you didn't you didn't tell everyone um, the gifts that we gave her because we love her so much. Oh
0: yeah, I gave her the mug that I made that says like Natalie's Smoothie Shop, like the cure for literally everything. And I gave her a couple of stickers. And then you gave her the the slides like product like promo slides that had her on them.
1: Yeah, I um I wish I I don't have the name of the guy on um on eBay right now, but if you look up like Forever Night slides, I think I think that'll pull it up. But this guy in in california i think maybe he he worked for a production company or something because he has like literally hundreds of these little tiny um slides like little tiny cells i guess um of pictures that were taken for a bunch of different tv shows in the 80s and 90s um like little promo pictures so i i have two at home for myself i have one of gear popping out of a trunk because i thought it was funny
0: yeah that's my favorite
1: um and one of him with like his spooky yellow eyes um and then I was trying to find ones with kathy in them and they're like there were very few there were a couple of her like in big group shots which i if you have ever googled like forever night like you've seen those pictures yeah. These are just like the original slide versions so there were a couple that we'd like seen a hundred times before but there were very few that were like just her just her like what like her or her and Gare, um where she's like the focus so there were two that popped up one was her next to Gare. i think they're both her next to Gare, probably But anyway, so I I picked those up and then I I stuck them in your very nice gift bag because I didn't have a.
0: (laughs) It was just, yeah, it wasn't that. And I didn't want to wrap it because I didn't want her to be surprised. I didn't want to be like, I have given you a gift. Here is your gift. I wanted her to be able to look at it and see what was in it.
1: (laughs) Well, it's hard to like, it's hard to give a stranger a gift. And um, that was the other thing that we saw on the, so we were on the Megacon website. You helpfully saw the thing that said like for autographs, cash only, which I had no idea until you mentioned it. So thank you for for that, but on that same page, it said, um, if you want to give a celebrity a gift, like, feel free to try, but if it's food, don't do it, and also, like, even if it's not food, if the celebrity is like... Yeah, no, thank you. Try not to feel like butthurt and don't murder them. Like, yeah. thanks, thanks you guys. So, like, when we, I mean, I think it's, I think for that reason also, it's better to present her
0: something that she doesn't have to unwrap and like feel frightened of. Yeah, I didn't want her to be like, oh no, what could it possibly be? <laughs> like, we drove all the way here for you, Kathy. We came all the way; it was twelve hour drive. We drove here for you, and I have a present. I have a present for you. <laughs> I,
1: I just feel, I just feel like very proud of us for not. Uh, becoming as weird as we did in front of Gare. Like, I know yeah. that's a low fucking bar. That's a really, really low. It's like an ankle high bar. No. But um, we didn't have an emotional blackout afterwards. She was very um, approachable. And she wrote like, she you was gave so her the cool. slide
0: and she was like, oh, this is the cover of one of the books. And it's like the secret third book that got published but then Fourth. got like taken down. And so the lady put the whole yeah. book up on the internet. And it's not like, she has to dig to know that. I'm sure if you showed that to Gare he'd be like, oh yeah, that's... um. That was for Forever Night, I think.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's a photograph I may have been in and, at some
0: point. And she said when she had COVID in Hungary, she was watching like DVD extras on YouTube. People have uploaded DVD extras from the discontinued Sony release of Forever Night. And so she was like, oh, yeah, I was watching a bunch of behind the scenes stuff. And it was just nice to like reminisce about, you know, being on this. I think it was yeah. like I had fun and we had a gr- we had a good time. And I have, you know, no, it was fun. Um, it was
1: nice that she seemed to have like a... And at least, like, vaguely, generally pleasant feeling about Forever Night. Yeah. Because I feel like maybe, maybe I'm going out on a limb here, but, like, I feel like maybe not everyone else who worked on the show has that feeling. Like, I feel like Gare either doesn't remember much or, like, doesn't really give a shit. And then I feel like John Kapalos, rightfully, I think, is, like, still kind of pissed off about how it ended.
0: Yeah. As he should be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: As he should be. They fucked him over. And I'm I'm glad. I liked listening to him talk about it on um, Monsters, Magic, and madness i always screw up that guy's podcast i like listen to it i just screwed up m3 but um m3 yeah thank you but um i really i liked listening to his interview in that where he talked about it and was like they offered me like less money and less screen time and i would be in the captain's chair like in the back poke my head out say two words and then like not have anything to do the rest of the week why would i take that and it's dumb for the show like so um i'll i at some point i'll i'll upload that um that newspaper article from the toronto star that you and i looked at where Uh, It was an interview with Kathy and Gare, I think, right while they were starting to film season three. And they said the exact same thing. Like, so losing John and losing Deborah like, at the same time, really destabilized the show and, like, caused a lot of issues. And they didn't think the fans would like it. And I think a lot of fans didn't like it. So, like, it's not like it's like a hush-hush secret opinion. You know, like, I think maybe, like, you're afraid to say. So I, I appreciated getting to hear him talk about that. But, like also as a as a fan it's like nice to be able to say like oh hey like i liked the thing you were in i'm not a freaky super fan gonna cut your hair off and like clip it into my like <laughs> scrapbook at night <laughs> but like i i like the thing that you were in i think it's like a sweet yeah a sweet cute melodrama and i i enjoyed it and i liked i liked it for the things it did well and i think it's funny for the things it didn't do as well and <laughs> i liked your work in it and i don't know it was like it was just cool to be able to talk with her about that a little bit um and about some of the other stuff that she's that she's been in. Like, she's been in The Border. She's been in Murdoch Mysteries. I don't know. It was just, it was, like, cool. She was very easy to talk to. And, like I said, neither of us had that emotional blackout where we went to the White Room. Like, what happened when we met Gary. So, I was, like, yes, good. All good. Good for us. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was, like, a cute convention. I don't know. I feel like Megacon focuses so much on autographs and things that I don't know if I would, like, if there was no one I wanted to meet, I don't know if I would just, like, show up. For megacon
0: yeah and then i know as while we were there they were getting like oh no this autograph guy is now like these many hours behind and i just don't i feel like it would be stressful i don't know I don't, yeah it'd have to be somebody that like i wanted to meet like i'm here for him i'm gonna spend every day that i have to in line until i can meet him that would yeah. be like my exclusive reason for going yeah but well that's the other
1: reason that i i liked that they had kathy like as a fan i'm like no there should be a hundred more people here why aren't why aren't there a hundred people in line for kathy but like as a person who wanted to be able to meet kathy yeah. i was glad that we were the entirety of the line for like the first <laughs> hour and a half because it like i it was it was less um stressful and like more personable and it was like more of a friendly like you know we we paid for her autograph and for her time but like yeah of course but it, it didn't feel like, <laughs> it didn't feel like solicitation. It, it felt like <laughs> just like a regular, like a yeah. cool conversation. And I feel like waiting in like a super huge long line where you're not sure that you're going to get to see the person. And then where it's like, I can't, I can't take too long because there's a hundred people behind me. I, like, I feel like the stress of that would be frustrating. And like, one of the reasons I stopped going to the big cons was because even for like panels which i understand that megacon has panels but like i couldn't tell you a single one of them like i didn't even yeah. i didn't even look them up um but like even for those panels there were times when i would wait in line for like three hours and i wouldn't get in to see the thing i wanted so like i wasted three hours in line usually in the hot sun baking my brains out and i still didn't get to see like the one person that i wanted to see that gets old really fast yeah like i'll, I'll wait in line for three hours if i can get in to see the thing eventually but if, if it's like three hours for nothing then, like, I don't know, that's frustrating. Or if it's like three hours and then you go and see the thing and you're like, "Oh, I just wasted time and money to be advertised to." yeah, like that's that's frustrating. so, like to to have that experience translated into like waiting for an autograph would be like extra frustrating. like if i if I miss the panel on this TV show, like I know in two weeks the TV show is gonna air and I'm going to know all the things that they were talking about in the panel. Like, I'm not yeah. actually missing something. Like, maybe I missed some free swag, but, like, I literally do not need more garbage in my life, so, like, it's <laughs> fine. But, like, if if you waited and waited and waited for an autograph, like, you're missing out on, like, an actual experience, an actual, like, human interaction. And that would really – I feel like that would bum me out and frustrate me. And Yeah. Like, I made the mistake slash genius idea of joining the Megacon, like, attendees Facebook page, which
0: mm. – yeah.
1: Yeah. So, like, getting to, so it's like, it was like getting to see in real time people losing their goddamn minds and being really (laughs) frustrated. And, like, I, like, this thing was five hours late, and this thing wasn't, like, these people were supposed to be there, and the volunteers don't know what they're doing. And, like, that's a thing that happens all the time with with cons and i just feel like i don't know i feel like at this point in my life if i'm gonna go to one i'm gonna go for like a specific purpose and it's not just gonna be a specific purpose it's gonna be a specific achievable purpose yeah and like then i'm gonna have a great time and then like after i've seen the thing i want to see then like yeah we can walk around and i thought i thought there were cool things yeah walking there were around cool was things fun. to buy and look at
0: yeah
1: um are you gonna tell everyone what you bought for matt at, uh, at megacon
0: um pikachu surfing shirt yes a hawaiian pikachu shirt which he wore on the cruise and he was like it's a really cute shirt it's really hot it's like wearing a plastic bag and i was like oh it's polyester it's flammable i need you to wear it anyway <laughs> <laughs> he <was> Like, okay. <laughs> no it looked good He wore Poor it a couple of times but yeah it's a don't suffered for his art. He did. He needs to
1: like layer um, it. Well, and like next time, um, they do make matching shorts. So yes,
0: I'm sure matching plastic bag shorts <laughs> was exactly what he needed to go with the well, Hawaiian I mean, shirt. You're not gonna have any more kids, so it's it's fine. It it's fine. <laughs> it can get super heated. It's it's perfectly fine. <laughs> I mean, I think it was a really sweet moment. I'm glad we drove down there just for Kathy. I have zero regrets. Yeah. Um, oh,
1: um, and I got to meet George Buza. Yeah, that was kind
0: of cool. He did the
1: voice of Beast in X Men, and also. And also, he was in two episodes of Forever Night, and so when I when I rolled up to him because he he they staggered their times a little bit, he wasn't there at the same time that Kathy was. When I showed up with my Forever Night poster, which obviously we had Kathy sign our Forever Night poster. I mean, yeah. So when I showed up to George's table, um, he's like, "Oh, like I rolled, I unrolled my poster." And He's like, "Oh, you know, I was in Forever Night." I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's why I'm asking you to sign my <laughs> Forever Night poster." And I don't, I like, I I might have blacked out a little bit with him because like. I really liked the X Men cartoon when I was a kid. I don't know if I said that to Kathy at all. I think we just talked about Forever Night. but like, I really, really, really liked that show when I was a kid. I thought it was great. I am surprisingly emotionally invested in this reboot, like in a way that like <laughs> I was not prepared for when I saw the little trailer. So, the tra- did you see the trailer? Yeah, yeah I the saw little the trailer. Yeah. yeah, I look good. So you know how it how it opens up with um it opens up with like you're in a living room, but like a 90s living room. So yeah. there's like the big fat um like CRT. CRT- TV yeah TV and then there's um all these like video cassettes yeah and I was like oh I was so viscerally like thrown back into my childhood <laughs> and I like got a little emotional I was like oh my childhood is coming back but like I loved Beast so much like I like obviously like I love Kathy I love Jean Grey but like for Beast I like I really was into Beast like I loved I loved Beast I had maybe like a little crush on Beast when I was growing up hi. I don't know so like can I meet George Musa and like hear he, that like, voice he, I was like he oh, would hi. hang upside down <laughs> and
0: read books and stuff yes, like <laughs>
1: Yes. How does how does everyone not love the blue hairy guy that hangs upside down and reads books and he's got his little glasses and his little yeah. his little like white lab coat and then when like when they did the X Men movies like the I, they weren't very good but like when they did the X Men movies <laughs> and they had Kelsey Grammer like I was super into Frasier and I was super into the Beast and so seeing Kelsey oh. Grammer like all blue and furry and being like oh my stars and Carter's I was like I'm really into this like I don't <laughs> like that I'm into that I'm not proud of being into that but like anyway I so am. I met George booze I was like hey. <laughs> hi, I
0: grew up on your voice. I like you so much. Please sign my thing. And he was like, um, (laughs) okay. He just seemed tired. I don't think he was not engaged. I think he was just tired. No,
1: no, that's that's fine. I didn't, yeah, I didn't. I was like, I can't, there's nothing I can say to you that's not going to be just inappropriate or like uncomfortable for both of us. So I enjoyed your show, sir. Thank you very much. I also enjoyed that you won Forever Night, which Kathy didn't know that George had been on Forever Night. And we told her that (laughs) and she was like, are you serious? (laughs) We were like, yeah. She's like, well, I mean, I only pretty much got to, you know, be around dead bodies. So like, I didn't really get to deal with a lot of the guest stars very much. And I was like, that is fair and accurate yeah Yeah. But george was on your show two times (laughs) so i don't know i had a good time um i liked that it was it was very much a real comic-con in that when you walk down like the one aisle with uh the extra like toys and stuff that the body stink was so strong that both of our (laughs) eyes started watering i was like yes this is this is the authentic experience this is authentic yeah Yeah, this is the legit, (laughs) this is the true con experience. Because, like, when you and I went, you and I and Matt went to con Carolinas, it's so small um, that, like, even if you have, like, some real, real stinky people, like, you're not, you're not getting the full con vibe. But you and I turned down an aisle and, like, we got hit with a wall of something. (laughs) It was rough. It was so rough. But, like, (laughs) it was nicer because I feel like, I feel like in San Diego there's, like, half the convention center where you're just like gagging and here it was just this one aisle um although i will say like the one thing that surprised me was so there's always like the aisle where there's all the artists and i wish i wish i had spent more time going down there but you and i were like we were, we had such like laser focus to find kathy that like after that was done we both were yeah. in kind of a fugue state we couldn't figure out what we wanted to do but um <laughs> so there's always like the aisle with the artists and i think that's kind of cool because you can get like commissions and you can like see original art and like that's always really fun but like there's so besides the artists and the you know the actors and stuff that everyone meets there's there's like people who like make they just they make stuff so like t-shirts and toys and just art and whatever so um that's always like everywhere but like this con had something i was not expecting which is to say like a lot of x-rated art or like uh, big anime titties yeah yeah tickle old bitties yeah <laughs> so i was not expecting <laughs> like and like i don't know why i'm surprised because like it's not that there's not that in san diego and like i think there was even some of that at con carolina's a little bit but i was not expecting the amount of like um comic covers with like hey, you know that yes. when you buy the comic book with with like the the blank cover and then you get an artist to like draw on the cover so there were a lot of a lot of those i don't remember what they're called now like custom co- anyways like the drawn just for you covers um there were a lot of like those that were like pre-drawn with like giant boobs and bikinis for characters who don't normally have giant boobs and bikinis there were like body pillows of giant boobs and bikinis there were a couple of <laughs> mouse pads that were giant
0: boobs and bikinis yeah, yeah where the pad was the boobs yeah like the the, <laughs> yeah. the wrist rest was boobs. they were yeah she was <laughs> like touch them yeah <laughs> She was like, you know, you want to touch him. And I was like, mom, you know, just short hair, not gay. Thanks for offering though. Like, (laughs) I don't want to touch your anime titty mouse pad. (laughs)
1: which speaking of okay okay so the best part for me and maybe the worst part for you i don't know you'll have to you'll have to tell me is so um obviously we both enjoy good good omens and seasons one and two have just come out (laughs) season three has just been announced yeah i know why you're laughing okay so um there were a lot of cosplayers there were fewer cosplayers than i expected actually but there were a lot of cosplayers um still like at megacon who were dressed as um, either a or Crowley, and there were a couple of a like Crowley couples, and every <laughs> time we saw. Crowley, yeah. They were dressed exactly like you, and you have the like the dark red hair, the dyed red hair, yeah. and it's like kind of short, and it's like got the little bit of a wave in it that I feel like <laughs> I feel like David Tennant has as the character. So every single time, and you have the sunglasses. You weren't wearing them at the time, but you have the sunglasses, and you were wearing this big black jacket. <laughs> so anytime we saw any Fail and Crowley, I grabbed you by the arm and shook you I was like, "It's a you! It's one of you, Rachel! <laughs> Look at the you!"
0: Unintentionally cosplay,
1: and like I meant it. I meant to like get pictures (laughs) i meant to i it's not they're cosplaying as you you just you you just are who you are and they're all
0: cosplaying as you (laughs) they've got a shirt that says hi i'm rachel oh my god (laughs) please please fan
1: i i don't think there's more than one of you so fan whoever you are if you ever meet rachel in real life please wear a t-shirt that says hi i'm rachel (laughs) i will cry i will cry with so much joy And make her take a picture with you. I can't expect more than one. So, <laughs> hey, hey, fan, personal shout out to you, fan. Um, and if Rachel comes near you, please dress all in white and say that your name is Zeraphiel, because I am so into it. I think it's so funny. I kept meaning to yeah. throw you in front of them. And, like, we didn't, like, when we saw most of them, it was on the way to see Kathy. And so we were all <laughs> laser focused. But then, like, after we stopped seeing Kathy, <laughs> yeah, we, we were, were both tired and we had to go and get uh, root beer, which we were, like, crunked up on root beer the rest of the time which was they yeah. don't they so i will say the food at megacon i feel like should not be slept on it was really good <laughs> i was i was really surprised because like normally con food is like yeah. hot dogs made out of rat butts and they're like 14 dollar hot dogs and you just have to eat it because fuck you you have to eat it
0: yeah it was some kind of like caribbean barbecue because it had pineapple in it it was really good yeah yeah like little sliders yeah
1: yeah, they had a bunch of, like, I mean, there was, like, pizza, but there were a bunch of, like, actual restaurants that had little, like, little shops set up, and there was a whole area to sit and eat. Which, but, like, here they had they had great food, and then um, you and I stopped at Wild Bill's Soda, yeah. I think is what it's called, Wild Bill's Soda. It was, like, a flavored root beer, and they sell, um, they sell metal mugs that were, like, a little expensive, but also they're, like, quality metal mugs, and they say Megacon on them, so it's, like, a nice souvenir, and... Um, yeah, we, and they have free refills, so we just kept going back in line for refills over and over and over again. So <laughs> I'm sure my blood sugar was just sugar by the <laughs> by the end of the day. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. I had I had a fun time. You got your Pikachu shirt. I got um, a cool poster of. Um, a She-Hulk cover signed by this lady who had been an editor for She-Hulk for like 30 years which was neat Um, and I got a little She-Hulk a little like tiny little wallet made from the She-Hulk that got me into comics in the first place so that's like personally meaningful for me and um, I didn't spend all my money on garbage I don't need so that's good yeah we did good very little garbage that I do need yeah full of sugar I don't know I I feel like I wouldn't I wouldn't go to to MegaCon again unless it was to meet a person but having gone to MegaCon to meet a person I had a good time And I enjoyed it. And I, yeah, I I agree with you. If there's ever a chance to meet Kathy at any con, she doesn't seem like she does a lot. But when she does them, like she was there the entire weekend. Like some celebrities will show up for like one or two days and then peace out. She was there the entirety of the con waiting to meet all of her fans. Yeah,
0: And she did say why she canceled the Rhode Island one. Because I was like, oh, we were going to go see you in Rhode Island. She was like, yeah, I got called away for filming. And I felt really bad about having to miss it. And she said she was trying to figure out if she could just fly back be at the con for like three days and then fly back to Hungary. Well
1: and also she had COVID. Like you were you are filming and uh, like in Europe and COVID. Like like I Maybe get she'll it. be there. I mean next I year. I mean I because you Yeah. Yeah, you weren't gonna be there be able to be there originally. Um and so I was gonna like be the standard bearer for both of us which was a lot of stress. So I'm <laughs> glad that we yes. were able to meet her together. Indeed <laughs> Her number one fan, which is you and then her yeah, like one, 1 and 25. a half fan, which is
0: me. Just Yeah. We can both be number one. Yeah. That's fine. It's not a competition. Look, we're all, look, we're just, we're all equal best friends.
1: (laughs) We're all, she can't, because she's not here. She can't deny that we are all besties forever, which is how I interpreted our conversation and I will not be corrected.
0: We would never rat her out to Gare for leaving an intermission, ever. We are Nat Pack. (laughs) Well, now
1: you have to explain, you have to explain that a little bit.
0: No, I don't. No, go meet Kathy and ask her. There. (laughs) (laughs) She had the best fucking stories. She did. And it was like immediate. You got in her like vicinity and she was like, oh, sit down. I got some stuff to say. You're like, oh, this is so great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was nice to like, I don't know, like every once in a
1: while, like if you have a celebrity interaction that is just a human person interaction and like you just happened to meet them through their celebrity. But then like from now on, you're just like friends with a human person. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of nice. So like. I didn't feel at the end of it like just some rando fan. It felt like she was a funny lady. Yeah. We're funny ladies. Yeah. Who like it that funny out. lady. I don't know. I liked it. We're obviously going to have lunch this summer and be best friends. And uh,
0: Clearly. <laughs> and then we will do another mini minisode about that <laughs> where we can say nothing that came out of her Probably mouth. Probably not. <laughs> I, look, as someone who also
1: has verbal diarrhea, I appreciate that anyone else has verbal diarrhea. And I just, I fucking, I like her so much. Like, I feel weird being like, I'm just being my best friend, Kathy. But like, be my friend.
0: You just seem like a cool lady. Yeah. <laughs> but in a cool way. Like, we're not going to stalk you or anything. I promise. <laughs> I would drive 12 hours to see anybody.
1: <laughs> On that note, I hope you guys enjoyed this mini so. Until next time, friends. Bye.